This is the Truth Network. The heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The masculine journey starts here now. Welcome to the Masculine Journey. We are glad to have you with us today. And Robbie, I was just really tempted to go, welcome to the Masculine Journey. You know, like we were doing one of the old podcasts, you know, back when... Apparently my voice hadn't changed. When you were much younger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know that was the case, but yeah, something's definitely changed you know, as we go back and listen to some of those old clips. But uh, no, welcome to the Masculine Journey. We're really glad that you're with us today because we're going to be talking about a topic that uh, I think is often near our heart but we don't necessarily always have the words for it mm-hmm. you know and it, it's it's kind of two questions we're going to be asking today of the, of the team is you know where do you where are you finding god right now that you kind of expect to and where are you finding him that you don't really often think that you're going to find him not that he's not there but you're just not mm-hmm. expecting it you know and so where are you finding god we don't really expect to find god and so that's kind of the questions that we're going to be asking, and we've got some clips to go along with that. This is one of those topics we could have used a lot of clips, honestly, because mm-hmm. I think, you know, when we talk about boot camp, you know, every talk has, you know, one, two, three clips mm-hmm. in it, and they all are leading us to God, mm-hmm. right? And so there's lots of clips we could have used, but honestly, we didn't use anything from a boot camp clip. Not a single one? No. And so that's going to be a pretty interesting show for us, and we hope that you enjoy that. But I guess the question I'd begin with is... Where are you finding God that you expect to find God? And so in studio today, we have uh, uh, Robbie, Andy, and myself. And then on the phone, we have Harold, <laughs> Rodney, and uh, Jim. And so we'll be going back and forth with those guys and, and asking them the question. But I think we want to start with uh, Jim and ask him the question, you know, where are you finding God these days, Jim, that you expect to find God? I mean, you're looking for him, and boom, there he is. The places I expect to find him are when I am studying the Bible and see things there, and when I'm in prayer. And uh, I, I was thinking about where I have encountered him in a very real way, and maybe I need to start uh, looking for him in the closet, because I only remember praying on my knees once in a closet and encountered him in a big way that one time. And that was at a boot camp, was it not? No, that wasn't. <laughs> well, that was, yeah, oh, yeah, it was. It was the one in Colorado. <laughs> yeah, it was a Colorado boot camp. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, the, yeah you shared that story. I went and hid, a, hid in a closet behind the stage. And God came in one of the bigger encounters in my life. Well, absolutely. Thank you, Jim. We'll get back to you and, and talk about it a little bit more. But you had a follow-up question? Robert? Well, I was just sitting there going, well, you, you whetted our appetite, but oh, what yeah. happened? You know, yeah, like, tell you, us a story. Well, did you come out of the closet? That's what we really yeah. want. <laughs> uh, eventually, after after crying like a baby, uh, it was uh, when I was asking God, and I, a real good answer to that also is at boot camps. And multiple times I've encountered him during times of, particularly the quiet times. But that particular time was praying and asking God what my father wound was 
And I had, as I've shared before, a wonderful father. I mean, the, the biggest wound I could come up with on my own was I would never fill his big boots. <laughs> but during that time, this was about five or six years after he had died, and I thought I was at peace with his passing. And God just said, why are you angry with us? And I knew exactly what he meant. And I was mad that you know, my father died suddenly, and I was mad at God for taking it. But I'd never really accept, I mean, I'd, I'd squashed that down so deep that I didn't even recognize it until God pointed it out to me. I, I love that us part. So I'm taking what you're saying is you're both mad at your father and you're mad at me. Yes. And and I recognized it as true, but if you had asked me that five seconds before I walked in there, I said, no, uh, I'm fine with God, and, and God prepared me for my father's passing, which he did, but that makes for a much longer story. So <laughs> That is cool. That is. Well, thank you, Jim, and, and we'll come back to you here in just a minute. I want to go ahead and move over to uh, Rodney and ask Rodney the same question. You know, Rodney, where is it right now that you're finding God that you kind of expect him to be there? Well, I agree with Jim 100% on prayer and Bible study. Those are the places where you always go, you go seeking him. But just when you're having a conversation, uh, a lot of times, like with work and now that we're distant, there's things that you just sometimes don't know what to say, how to say it, or where somebody's coming from. And when God shows up and kind of helps you through that conversation and walks you through something like with your child, that they're going through a tough time and things of that nature. Cause there's a, I'm not good enough about thinking, well, before I go into this, I need to pray. I just kind of go in and then halfway through it go, Oh, I need help. And hopefully a lot of times God shows up there and uh, helps out with stuff like that and being able to help you through those those hard situations when you need them. Yeah, that that's that is good. Um, another question I'm going to ask you guys because I just thought of it, <laughs> and so we'll come back to it at some point. Maybe it's in the after show. But is it hard to find God right now? Is it harder right now to find God, or easier to find God, or does it kind of ebb and flow as well? And, and so, Rodney, I'll go ahead and just ask you why I got you on the phone. You're the guinea pig. Is it, uh, is it harder or easier, or is it just kind of ebb and flow in finding God right now in the current stay-at-home situation that we all kind of live in? I don't find it to be any different. I still have the same struggles, and I still have the same success when I actually actively seek. The uh, difference right now is you know, being more specific towards what's going on with not just the nation, but the world, a very specific pandemic, you know, and a very specific situation that's affecting everybody rather than <clears throat> just what's affecting me right now. Yeah, thank you. I, I appreciate that. And let's go ahead and ask, ask Harold the, the first question of, Harold, where are you currently finding God that you're kind of expecting to find him? Well, I was thinking about that, and really, uh, I'm expanding the time frame and, and looking back uh, over a fairly lengthy lifetime so far. Uh, I find God in the people that he brings to me 
that helped me to draw closer to him. Uh, that That's one of the ways that, uh, that I think that I find God, and, and I've learned to expect that uh, to a certain degree. Uh, I'm often surprised by who it is and, and so forth, but uh, it seems that, that at various times in my life, uh, there's always been at least one or more people that came into my life that kind of helped me straighten out something that may have been a little bit uh, askew. So uh, to me, that that's the one I wanted to mention. Uh, earlier, you know, when I knew the topic, it was like, well, I see him in the trees. I see him in the birds. You know, I find God everywhere. Where can you not find God? Because yeah. he is everywhere. And if you just merely accept it, it's easy to find him. Thank you. And are you, are you finding it easier, harder, about the same to find him right now in this season that we're in? Well, uh, having been retired for 12 years now, uh, my situation is not as different uh, now as it was before. Uh, obviously, uh, we did more. We went more. Uh, you know, I miss pickleball at the Y, for example. Uh, so that is different. But it's not like uh, a person that goes out every day to a job and, and so forth. I think it would have been very difficult for me had this happened 20 years ago when I was enmeshed in uh, my programming career and so forth. Yeah, I can't imagine it 20 years ago without the connectivity we have today. You know, that people couldn't have been able to work from home. Good point. You know, the, the way they can now. Um, it would have been impossible, you know, except for very few, potentially. Um, Robbie, do you want to do a clip, do you think? We can. I which don't clip know. would I you like know. to do? I'm kinda, I don't know which clip I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> what You want to do your clip? We can. Yeah, let's we do can. your clip. So the question was to me, and, you know, I find God, like everybody else, you know, in my Bible study, and lately God has just really been showing me through Hebrew letters how they connect to the nature that we're experiencing through the spring, the seeds and the roots and the trees, they all are connected to Hebrew letters, which kind of show really cool things about God. And so the movie Mulan um, has this flower theme. Well, you might guess that, you know, in the Bible, when you things flower, it isn't long before you see fruit. And so I thought it was fascinating how Disney picked up on this with the fact that this young lady who at first has blown it and her father is trying to encourage her by talking about a late blooming flower and then later as the movie is she becomes the hero and saves china which becomes pretty mm -hmm. obvious through some help of a really neat dragon named mushu you know then you know the the emperor himself notices that she's a flower that's bloomed in adversity and you know how cool is it the flowers that do bloom in adversity so here you go what beautiful blossoms we have this year but look this one's late, but I'll bet that when it blooms, it will be the most beautiful of all. Uh, home is that way. I have to do something. He 
Did you see those Huns? They popped out of the snow! Like daisies! Are we in this together or not? Uh, let's go kick some honey buns! Take this, so your family will know what you have done for me. And this, so the world will know what you have done for China. The flower that blooms in adversity is the most rare and beautiful of all. Sir, you don't meet a girl like that every dynasty. Yes, so you can see that we are headed to a break for today's show. Or yeah, go to maskandjourney.org to pick up some past podcasts to eventually register for our upcoming boot camp. We don't know when yet, but we'll be announcing hopefully in the next few weeks, God willing. Our friends at MyPillow have changed over production to make masks for hospitals, but they still have plenty of products. So right now, Truth listeners can buy one, get one free on most products. Pillows, Giza, bed sheets, towels, even neck pillows. If you get two of those, you'll be neck and neck. <laughs> Go to the radio listeners page and use the promo code CARGUY. Call 800-943-7096. Order Mike Lindell's book and get free shipping plus a $25 gift card for your next purchase. Use the promo code CARGUY at MyPillow.com. Now what do we do? Just be yourselves. Where are you going? I'm going to pick a fight. If it feels like every day is picking a fight, then you might want to come listen to The Masculine Journey and find out why we use clips like these to illustrate the story God is telling in the lives of men today. The truth is God designed you to pick a fight, but which fights do we pick? Well, grab your gear and come on a quest every Saturday at noon. And now The Masculine Journey After Hours Podcast. Masculine Journey Radio. Hi, this is Sam with Masculine Journey. I'm here with my son, Eli. We're going to talk about ways that you can help support the ministry. One way you can go to smile.amazon.com. There's information on our website there on how to do that. Then you can go to facebook.com where you can click the donate button. Or you can go to masculinejourneyradio.org. Once again, look for the donate button. Or if you want to mail something in, mail it to PO Box 550, Kernersville, North Carolina, 27285. So, <laughs> welcome back to the Masculine Journey. Yeah, Rob, I mean, the, the, we left, left you were talking to us about Mulan. Right. Well, the show topic he's talking about is where do you find God yeah. right now? Is it different or is it the same? What you know, what's going on? So, yeah, the Mulan clip for me, it, you know, is a beautiful way that you know really God has been giving me hope through the idea of like. You can try if you want to, but spring, those dogwoods, they bloomed, right? Mm -hmm. You can see Easter ain't coming. Well, guess what? The the stone rolled away, and and the seasons march on. The trees came up. They bloomed, and all those things happened. And in the case case of Mulan, she bloomed in adversity. Mm -hmm. And she's bearing fruit in adversity, which is, you know, 
kind of where God's been mm-hmm. teaching me along these lines of go bear fruit, go bear fruit. Mm-hmm. In order to do that, you have to flower. In order to flower, you, you're going to have to have some root. In order to have some root, you know, you got to be planted. And so, you know, this is this whole deal. And, mm-hmm. and it's, but the other question that you, you've asked everybody else is, oh my goodness, have I struggled mm-hmm. compared to my normal, um, yeah, you know, I spent a lot of time in the morning and, and, and have for a lot of years. And, and Honestly, sometimes it's an hour and a half before I feel like I've got off the, you know, one single prayer that was felt like I was connected. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I've, I, I have a sense that there is a spirit of fear, a spirit of death, a spirit of hate, um, and, and other things as we go for false comforters that, that, that I've been battling with that I've never sensed the kind of battle. Mm-hmm. Um, and the tension in my house, um, like, oh my goodness. You know, because you know, my daughter's mourning the loss of her sophomore year in college where she didn't get to go, and she's got a mission trip she's not going to go on. My, you know, mother in law is in high risk, 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 risk. She's terrified every minute, and, you know, all that tension just, it's, it's an interesting season. I mean, it really, really is, and it's, it's, um, you know, but my hope comes there from the season. Yeah. You can't have a spring without a winter, <laughs> right? I mean, right. you have to go through that barren mm-hmm. part to get to the rejuvenation in the life mm-hmm. on the other side. Andy, what about you? Where are you finding God right now in places that you expect, and is it easier or harder to, to find him? So when a, um, I think it was Harold said you you find him in everything, and that's true, and I think – you know, initially, I was like a lot of people. I think, well, we'll just get through this, and God's got it. You know, but there's a lot of people impacted by this, and I'm not as much directly impacted, but we're all impacted, and it's an opportunity to find Him in it. I found that it, I've been given more time because I mentioned last week I travel a lot. I've been given more time to actually get alone. So my Sabbaths are really like the Sabbath should be, I think, now, whereas I used to be a little bit more active. I've just taken the time, and I've really sought him, and I've found him in the Word. I've found him in prayer. I've found him in worship. But I've found him also, I think, in in nature's another thing. I mean, I'm reading a book by John Eldridge. It's, it's Get Your Life Back and talks about various things that we need to do to break from this connected. I mean, I'm in IT, but it's hard for me not to be connected but you don't have to be connected all the time for everything. But to disconnect from that and really let yourself self get back away from the artificial life that's out there, you know, you know, you want something to eat, you can go microwave it and you're you're ready to go in a in a minute of taking the time, things that take more um process or investment. The example that he gives is to, to for your soul. And maybe not necessarily find directly from God, but for your soul to have space to be able to approach God is instead of just going and microwaving something, chop up vegetables for your dinner or whatever. I've had a blast doing that stuff since I've had more downtime, and I've been eat, <laughs> eating fast food for the last you know two years or whatever being on the road. So it's a, it's a blessing, and so I'm finding God in that. The point is I'm looking – for opportunities to seek after God and to find him whatever. And that's not to be sound like, oh, I'm so spiritual. 
God has, this has been a process the last few years, and I'm to the point to where I realize, yes, we're in a dire straits. God has stopped things. He's put a timeout. He's called a Sabbath, you know, because America needed to slow down. So I have the opportunity to take advantage of that and, and, and find him in that. As far as uh, what was a follow-up question? Is it easier or harder? Um, it probably at times it can be dip more difficult. I mean, I found those good times, but I guess at times it can be hard in the fact that I'm away from uh, got to be with you guys tonight, but I'm away from people so much. And I think in community you find God, so it's a disconnect. So you're having to do it more on your own, and it can be difficult. And sometimes you're like, okay, I'm not seeing anybody. You know, I'm gonna check God. You know, it's just me and you and I all the time. <laughs> All the time, and you know, it's a little. You know, I'm ready for some hu- human connectivity, and that's probably the hardest thing for me. Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, it, for me, I would say that the places that I'm finding him, that I expect to, is probably the same answers you've given. It's you know, it's it's in his word, it's in prayer, but I would say that I'm finding him more frequently because I my life has slowed down enough. That I'm actually doing those things more often. Mm. You know, I mean, yeah, we're on a radio show every week and we talk about it and I have a relationship with God and but I get taken out pretty easily from getting in the word. I get taken out pretty easily from really spending good time mm. in prayer. And I wouldn't say that I'm spending long times in prayer, but I'm spending a lot more time in conversation with God. Mm. You know, I, I have a lot of trouble at night with uh, leg cramps. Mm. You know, and and so I've I've been praying these last uh, mm-hmm. couple weeks. You know, God really like it if I could make it through <laughs> the night without leg cramps. You know, and the first thing I do if I wake up in the morning without a leg cramp is I'm praying. Mm. God, thank you for a good night's sleep. I'm not up walking for 20 minutes trying to get this cramp mm-hmm. to let go. You know that type of thing, and that it's not a big uh, distraction. But mm. you know, when you get into this whole lack of sleep cycle, for me it affects everything. You know, it affects my attitude, yeah, it affects it will. my relationship with God, it affects my relationship with others. Uh, I'm also, you know, finding him in time with my boys that I don't normally get, you know, and so just we were able to have some good conversations just about mm-hmm. life, you know, and, and about some different things. And so I'm really kind of enjoying that. I'm finding it actually a little easier during this time because for me, it's I'm forced to slow down. And I won't let myself slow down most of the time otherwise, yep. if I'm just going to be completely honest. Mm-hmm. You know, I, there's something, there's adrenaline that comes with being busy. There's, there's a false sense of purpose that comes with feeling busy. You know, and when those are kind of stripped away, that gives me the time to really go where I should be going anyway. And so I want to go ahead and get to a clip from Jim. Uh, we've got time to get it in. And so, Robbie, if you could put Jim on the line and let him set up the clip. But, uh, Jim, why don't you tell us a little bit about your clip, and we'll go ahead and get to it so we can get it in before the end of the show. This uh, clip is a movie that was done for, I believe, uh, Netflix that I just found to be amazing about God. And it is a fellow that has come back from war as a correspondent, and he ends up being invited to have an interview with God, and this is the trailer for that. When I hear people say, I lost faith, I picture them giving up. It wasn't like that for me. 
Hey, Gary. What are you doing here? I'm working on something. I'm doing an interview. With who? Paul Ash, with Arrow. Uh, I know who you are. I know all your work. I'm a fan. I cover religion for a secular paper. The stuff I write usually ends up in the lifestyle section. Okay, today is June 1st. Please say your name and spell it. I'm God, G-O-D. Okay, so you're God, the one who created everything. So what do I tell the people who say you don't exist? Tell them the world they see is just that. Sometimes, that's just the way it looks. Why do I deserve your special attention? Don't you? I'm doing this interview and it's getting kind of weird. If I send you a headshot, could you check it out? You traveled 7,000 miles into a war zone. All war changes people. How many times do you want me to apologize? Look, things happen. And how many times do I have to live through it? Sarah just left me. Is it about Afghanistan? No, I think it might be a bigger problem, an older problem. You are about out of time. You're saying... Yes. This interview, it's eating me up. It's really an interview? Yeah. With God. I'd like to talk to you about salvation, Paul. So you're here to save me. Do you need saving? Doesn't everyone? We try to be good people, try to please you, and we need some answers. And where did you go? Do you have any idea how that feels? Sometimes there aren't signs when someone's in trouble. Paul, I've given you a great gift. But it's up to you to receive my gift before it's too late. Your life is not an audition for the afterlife. I don't even know why I agreed to this. You know who I am. Interview with God. I love it. You're kidding. About time God made the front page, you disagree. So, Jim, what was it about that clip? Uh, we've got probably a little about a minute left or so that uh, really wanted you to, to have us play that today. What really caught me with that is he... He was a believer from the very beginning, but he had lost his faith, although he claimed he hadn't. He'd lost his trust, I guess is a better way to put it, in God when he was at war. And God came, he set up, God set up the interview. This wasn't something he sought. And this fellow was about to lose his girlfriend, and he was borderline ready to kill himself because he just didn't have anything to live for. And God came and intervened. And my whole, I I never know where I'm going to hear from God. What I do know is it's not going to be on my terms more often than not. And that was what really had me wanting to put this in here. We hear from God when we need to. Thank you, Jim. And I want to encourage us to to realize that, but then also look for opportunities during this time. God is constantly speaking. God's constantly trying to get our attention. So open your eyes. Listen to the nature outside. Look at the flowers blooming. Listen to some music. Do something a little different and say, God, speak to me in a way that I don't expect. And that's what we're going to talk about in the after show. We didn't get to it in this show. We're going to talk about God speaks to you when you don't expect it.